Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad. I'm basically the guy Father's Day was named after, I think. Yeah, that's right. Except it should have been called Dad's Day, but you, you think that got messed up somewhere well, in the paperwork? I like the formality of father. Have you ever called your own dad father? No, not kids, intentionally. Do your kids call you father? Yes, of course. I know. Of course they do. I know a few families where, where the father is called uh, Papa. Yes, I, I know. Um, I find that rather unique. I, yeah, it's a, I, I don't even know what kind of culture. I mean, may, I mean, I guess. Uh, I think well, most of the families I know are pretending um, they're the Von Trapps from the Sound of Music. It makes <laughs> yeah. perfect sense for yes. them. Yes, you do know a lot of Austrians. Um, oh, actually, yeah, and uh, a lot of what, what's the uh, the the uh, what's it called the the woman who is in charge of the household who's like not quite the who's not oh, a you're right the woman who gets uh, who he leaves for Maria yeah yeah like the, she's like the the something yeah the yeah, first something or yeah the 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 god damn it we'll come up with it, it, we'll it this podcast this episode is going to get so deep. much worse than it's this it's going to get so <laughs> deep into the sound of music which i'm not going to lie i enjoy watching okay I'm not lie to you. um anyway i think i said my name was Danbury aka and then we went on this tangent mike i'm the reason this podcast exists i'm a reason mm-hmm. father's day exists i'm the reason a lot of social media exists and here's my friend Pete yeah hey everybody <laughs> i'm Pete and you know, I have all sorts of good things like an email. Don't say it's so short, Pete. You got a lot of great things. Tremendous. A lot of, a lot of great things. I'm, as you know, uh, a fervent uh, anti social networks goon. Yes, are, yeah. And uh, guess what, Mike? I think it's pretty much coming up, Pete. It's working, these days. It's working out for you. Because these social you. networks are. Um, the tough. old, well, the. I'm not even. I'm not even get into it yet because you know what? This this episode, fresh off of Father's Day, is all about celebrating dads. Oh, because we yes. we forgot to even mention the words Father's Day last week. You know why? And I said this when I posed the question on Instagram. We don't really care. Yeah. I don't care about Father's Day to you, except for uh-huh. that it's the best day of the year. Period. Because your kids leave you alone. You're one of those families. It's you choose it's to spend it away from your kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, benign negligence, oh. or benevolent negligence. Anyway, negligence. Just I don't know that it's negligence. benevolent. It's benevolent for you. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. You know what it is? These kids need. Actually, um, uh, I was listening to the WTF uh, podcast, and Mark actually, Marin. Yeah, Mark, friend, Marin. Mark fellow, our colleague. <laughs> yeah, Mark exactly. Marin. And he was uh, interviewing Jerry Seinfeld, and uh, Jer- Jerry was saying that he was like just left alone when he was growing yeah. up. His parents did his thing, and he did his thing, and well, it was perfect. Because his parents were orphans; they were both orphans. They were yeah. both used to being on their own, and then when they had a kid, they were just like, "Yeah, do your thing." Exactly, and and look at us. Is everything okay? Yes. Did that, was that a sound you made? Do you need help? Yeah, it's just yeah. you know, it's just too much. So Father's Day is. In remembrance of just, you know what? I hear a sound. Why don't you deal with it? Just exactly. figure it out. Oh, you well, can't I, open something? Then don't have it. How's that? Try that. I, I spent my day with my kids. Um, we went to my parents in Connecticut and availed ourselves of their pool. Oh. They have been, um, my parents have basically been completely isolated during this whole thing. Um, and my wife and I certainly have, and my kids. Um, especially since for a month my wife had it. So for the two months since, we've been extra cautious. Um, and oh, How's brother, that exchange like when you're, you're like, hey, mom, we're coming up. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, what worked, good. Out, what worked out is it has been a long time since she saw our kids. Um, and she really wanted to see our kids. Okay. So that worked in our favor. Um, so we had a lovely weekend, um, hung out in the pool. It was The weather was just like, it was just perfect, Pete. Let me tell you, it was perfect. You've been to Connecticut. You know what a paradise it is. Nice. Paradise it is. Yeah, except um, for all the assholes that live there. It's awesome. Connecticut's. I like <laughs> yeah, that's somebody. That's nice. So people who don't know where I'm from and stuff. So this weekend, my wife um, took may, maybe the best picture of me that's ever been taken in the pool with my kids, where I'm 
sucking in and she apparently snapped at the perfect moment where it just it doesn't look like I'm sucking in but I mean if you've ever seen me in person you will realize that like I've lost like 15 pounds in this image somehow but I'm wearing this hat and a bunch of people refer to me as a masshole in the comments um and they don't realize that I only live there for a short period of time I'm just I'm just an asshole in general it's not regionally based yeah 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 you could you could put any state in front of the word that asshole and it, it would work actually kinetic castle doesn't work pete you're wrong that's why i coined kinetic cunt well <laughs> you are just a literary ge towering genius i'm a wizard so. i'm a wizard and that so, again is why we're having this episode because i'm an amazing dad and i deserve to be celebrated um and, that's and this why is I, it i lost the podcast it. this is it and then <laughs> we asked i asked a bunch of people um what the dads in their life are good at and i said throw in some bad ats if you want you know, we okay. don't want to break too far from the format of the show yeah. in which we talk about horrible things. Um, yeah. So I did get some of those. Um, but I got to say, I'm really I'm a remarkable dad. Um, OK, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we because I, I can't. First of all, I can't wait to get into it because how, how remarkable you are. I but I know we got to we got a few things we got to do first. Right. We got to just want some compliments from you for once, Pete. How about that? Mike, your beard is so full you can grow the fullest beard you know this is on video right now and i don't even have a beard yeah but i'm just saying i know that you can grow a full beard and that's quite an accomplishment for a man it's nice to have a full beard or at so, least the ability to grow one so some of seven, us can't we're some of us just have one in. thick hair that grows at the base of our neck okay we're 70 episodes in we've been friends for i don't know 10 plus years fine acquaintances for about seven of them and then friends for three seven of those um, episodes maybe even longer than that because when i came up for that quiz show we met and that was like i don't know 2003 2003 or four um anyway and the best you could the best compliment you can come up with is that i have a full beard sometimes when i have a beard and that's what we're going to get into after this <laughs> So I was so distracted by your absolutely pitiful attempt at complimenting me that I forgot to shout out all the people that actually appreciate my presence. Oh, uh, Mike, you forgot. But now here's your chance. These are people who, who not only listen to the podcast, many of whom have not only rated the podcast, which we would love for you to do on Apple. Um, they, they have maybe some of them have even left reviews. What? I love reading about what people think of me it's one of my favorite things my um, favorite review i have to say was uh on our what was it our uh 60th uh no what was our episode where you had to play the clarinet oh, and the person just did just oh a 200th comment that's what it was musical notes yeah just musical notes that just emojis yeah what a great comment thank you so, so you'll find all sorts of insightful things like that if you go to the itunes apple store and you can Look and find out what other people had to say. Emojis, emojis, the modern day hieroglyphics, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, That's great. something they would discuss on like CBS Sunday Morning, which I I don't watch that show. People love that show. I, I, I'm into it. I actually like it. I like to. I'm not. I'm not such a Jane Polly fan. I was more the older guy with the bow tie for some reason. Charles. Yeah. Turwit. Well, Charlie Osgood, right? That was Charles Osgood. Yes, that's right. Charlie Turwit is a is a shirt. John Moralt or whatever was like the original one, something like that. There's um, no way to tell. There's no way to know. Anyway, so so I'm not a big fan of that show. Block me. I don't give a shit, right? So um, all these people support us. A lot of them even give us money, right? So we want to run through really quickly since we forgot to at the top since I was stewing over the, the weird <laughs> comment. Um, these are the people that have given us some money. We really appreciate you, Ryan Miller, MS Babayan on Anchor. Take your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, M. Cedeno, 1980. God damn it, I said I wasn't going to say the 1980 anymore. Mallory McKenzie, Miriam Tina Davis. Now, every time I say Miriam Tina so much, I have to tell everyone, Miriam is one person, Tina Davis is another, and she is not necessarily related to Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. Okay. Garfield, by the way, had his birthday recently. Pretty sure it was Garfield's birthday and not Jim Davis's. Anyway... We also got Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bose, Jaco Verb, Morning Glow. Bill D'Amica reached out and wished me a happy Father's Day. It's very nice. Ah, oh, there you go, Bill. 
Cotton Farmer AZ, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, who also wished me a happy father's day, my old friend, Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Those last three did not. Actually, Julie Burton may have. You know what? You know what? We, way, to, way to take <laughs> wonderful human beings that have done so much for us and just like, call them spite. out. It's called spite. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, that's very uh, Trumpian of you. Let's oh, let's start. Oh, let's start by saying first and foremost, happy belated Father's Day to all those fathers, which we just completely glossed over last week for no reason whatsoever. We just completely omitted it from our minds, even though Father's Day is objectively but, the greatest day for a person. Your birthday can go suck it, right? For a person, yes. For a regardless of gender. Does your Specific. wife leave the family on Mother's Day the way that you do on Father's Day? I well, first of all, it's not a day; it's a weekend. No, okay? it's a week. I had a. I played a <laughs> it's, it's, it's well, no. I mean, I'm not saying the Father's Day is a day for sure, but uh, but but Mother's Day, we make sure we we, we I get lots of space in there. Yeah, that she can do so that there's enough time for her to get out, but then enough time. You know, she'll come to me and say absolutely crazy things like, um, what do you guys want to do? Should we go somewhere together? And I'm like, on, I don't I don't know. On Mother's Day or Father's Day, she says Mother's that. Day. Mother's My Day. wife always wants to do stuff. Yeah. You know what? Doing stuff is overrated. I, I just assume that I'll just take everybody and we'll just go somewhere. Like, that's it. You do you. We'll do us. And you can. Yeah, I mean, we'll do. There's a little bit of interaction in the morning. But you're talking Mother's Day again. Yeah, I well, I'm okay. On but, Father's Day, but on Father's Day, you're just out. I expect nothing less than just complete silence. If anyone comes near you, it's fucking over. <laughs> it's well. Let me. Let, well, how about this? I'll, let me just describe my Father's Day. So I was able to sleep in, which was so nice, and then I was woken up to um, a wonderful sort of gaggle of people outside my door. We're like okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. I had to, I had to kind of pretend to be asleep, but that's okay. It wasn't, wasn't hard. And then they proceeded to do twenty minutes of a pantomime about uh, Big Time Rush, the show that everyone in the house knows I deeply hate, and that was part of the joke. So they pranked you. One hundred percent. Even the pantomime. Or were you just seething the entire? No, it was, it was great. <laughs> but of course, like every pantomime. It went on for probably 20 minutes longer than it probably should. Oh, my should. God. So it should I have mean, been zero minutes. <laughs> oh, and the number of, yeah, exactly. The number of restarts. Okay, wait. The number of resets oh. that happened, there, there was a lot. It See, was a lot. I wouldn't be able to get through that without just getting frustrated, especially with, like, seven. Like, it's cute at first, and there's, like, seven restarts, and you're like, geez, it's fucking Father's Day. Please. No, it's okay, guys, because I had, um, I was sitting really comfortably in the bed. I had coffee. I was eating while this was happening, so I was kind of multitasking, and my, and I had my phone just kind of like right there, so able to look down every once in a while, just kind of had had a couple of different multitasking scenes going on, and it worked out great. It was very, I was very appreciative. It was and very then they finished it, and they bowed like the fucking Von Trapp family we spoke Correct. about earlier. What's Correct. that song? So well, good night, Avida, and good night. Is that how the song go? I don't know. I don't. You don't know that song. I, I don't kids, know. I don't know. I can. I get it. I do know that song. I just. It's just this is cringing. Don't, pretend. don't okay. pretend. The Von Traps are fucking. Don't make me sing Idolvice. My. Mind. I don't want so, to. Anyway, anyway. Um. So, so then that was they it. did that, and then you just they were gone for the day, and you never saw them again. No, no, no. We ended up. <clears throat> you know, I was able to slowly kind of. Rise and shine, and then we uh, we ended up going for rise a rise and grind. People. Rise and grind, right? Uh, we ended up going for a walk collectively as a family mm-hmm. in our neighborhood, uh, and that you know it was nine thousand degrees, I believe, was the temperature, and that's in Kelvin because New York City had gone went from forty four and rainy, yeah, um, to now impossible to breathe, inhale yeah. air without scorching your lungs, and we so, went for a walk that lasted two minutes. Before everyone started complaining. Well, that was my next question. This walk, was it like we're going to walk down city streets and pop in a few places maybe, grab some brunch? It's quarantine. 
Yeah, but they've we closed a, last week. They've closed off. Uh, so yeah. One one benefit of this quarantine in the city is that they've closed no off streets yeah, to, to, to traffic, which is actually quite nice. So it's made large pedestrian walkways, yeah. and uh, and actually, it's you know some of the stores along those uh, pedestrian walkways, as you know, Mike, were in phase two of yeah, reopening, yeah. which basically means that like human beings can like now like look at each other yes. but with your mask on but just oh like a quick glance don't look at me too long i'm sorry here are yeah. you are you mocking the safety precautions do you no. think that we're overdoing it no i'm not what i am saying though is the eye what you know walking down the street and you had someone else had a mask like you just didn't want to be anywhere near them but now oh, yeah. there's sort of like that eye contact and like hey this actually could be fun and people are around and so that was quite nice so I didn't interact. So what I was wondering is, is because normally when you live where we live, one of the benefits is if you take a walk, you can like walk and wander down streets with shops and bars and pop in yeah. and there and do stuff. I'm not a big fan of just walking for walking's sake, which it sounds like is what you guys did or do sometimes just wander around aimlessly. Yeah, we did that. Um, no, we, we the, the objective was both ice cream and then on the flip side, frozen margaritas. So do you think your kids are going to grow up and they're going to remember taking drinking all those frozen margaritas with I their don't. dad on Father's Day and drinking frozen margaritas? I don't think so. While he ate ice cream, it was a weird day. It was <laughs> weird. Strange. What's your favorite uh, ice cream flavor? Um, uh, it's definitely like uh, the uh, some sort of chocolate cookie chip thing. You nailed it. The famous yeah. chocolate cookie dip. <laughs> flavor whatever it is it's like <laughs> anyway so i asked if if your kids were going to remember that because and if they were going to grow up like your youngest your the only son you have is he was going to grow up and that was going to be one of his father's day traditions you know Just watching walking his, around ignoring his kids where they perform some ver some sketch from a tv tween show he doesn't watch the dad he doesn't watch and wandering around drinking frozen margaritas because I asked a bunch of people, or I asked everybody on Instagram what the dads in their life are best at, and the first response I got was from TFOX81, he said, or she said, dads make a huge impact as role models. And I think that mm. that's pretty true, especially when you have a dad like me, um, mm. who just teaches you don't do those things, Right, those are role models too. Exactly, anti-role model. That's the, We don't talk about the anti-role model enough. We, and we don't. We don't. This is this is a key role. Like, boy, I don't want to be anything like that guy. That's so, that's important. Sadly, T Fox's dad died when she was eight, thirty years ago, which must make Father's Day tough. Um, I happen to I was lucky enough to to see my dad this weekend. He is um, he's getting up there himself. Um, but we you know, we were able to hang out and, and and yell at each other, which is pretty much the only way we converse. We 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 yell um, with love. Um, right. And that's how we argue is at the top of our lungs. Um, not even not even like we're not mad at each other. We'll just right. be talking about politics or something. And he even agrees with me, but we'll just right. be yelling right. at each other the whole time. It's a lot of fun. My wife loves it. It's like being mm. in Beirut. <laughs> that sounds actually Beirut's lovely uh, these days. So uh, that sounds like a wonderful place to be. I'll have to check that out. So it's funny because I asked what the dads in life are, are best at and they're were a handful of people that said some surprising things. And then there were people that said the things I expected them to say. Missy Gibson, too, says pretty much all of it. She says, my dad is always supportive of me. I know he always has my back. He will say it as it is, and he taught me not to take crap from anyone. He's a true handyman and has also taught me to be kind and help others if I can. This guy is a freaking super dad, right? You know what? what is, I mean, yeah. Man. Can he be? No is, is he? Is he? around to be other people's dads or is it just exclusively your dad is there can we sounds like can i subscribe can i is there some sort of subscription platform that he has that i can subscribe to him being my dad or well we'll have to ask missy gibson too because i mean her dad he sounds like like a non-racist non-republican john wayne which is pretty much what you want from a dad i think um she said her husband's strength as a dad is all the roughhousing which i know that is one of your yes. strengths as well. He is great at wearing my kids out, and they love that he's a giant teddy bear. So I wonder yeah. if this means Missy Gibson 2's husband is a furry. No shade. <laughs> I don't have any problems with that. 
Just saying. Not yeah. a lot of furry comments besides that one. Um, yeah. I mean, you got to, and you don't have to really dig too deep <clears throat> to get to that. So I saw yeah, someone on service. Twitter like posted something about, I don't know, it was, it was before the Trump nobody showed up debacle. It was something earlier in the week. Um, and it was like a bunch of people were retweeting what he said. He said something anti-Trump and a bunch of people jumped on it and really liked it. And then he was like, I don't have a sound because sometimes when something goes viral, they'll send a next tweet and it'll be like, I don't have a sound clip or anything, but just FYI, I am a furry. So if you go digging down, my <laughs> there's going to be a lot of furry stuff. And I just thought that was hilarious. Anyway, a lot of people did say that their dad was great at the roughhousing and the playing like you. Isabel.dst said that her, her husband is great at taking the time to actually play and enjoy the time with the kids. A Towery 15 says playing with the kids. Jay Patolius says, my husband is great at hiding his tiredness and just showing our toddler enthusiasm to play. And I will say, when it comes to my toddler, um, I'm pretty good at that, too, where they're still like little cuddly teddy bears and stuff. And they their kind of play is just like you are just controlling everything and rolling around and they don't have crazy expectations. It was pretty easy to be like, ah, you know, I got home from work and I'm tired, but, you know, I don't mind rolling around with my little munchkin for a little bit. Right, right. It gets a little different when, um, I guess it changes once they understand sort of pressure point fighting. Yeah. Or they understand that the larynx is a, is a weak spot on you as well as your groin. That's when it becomes like a little less fun and a little more like uh, Inspector Clouseau and Kato when you come Oh my what God, the I love those hell? fights. I love yeah. those fights. That, that's wow, like my 12 you know, That's a very, um, very germane to the conversation you bring up that because. I really remember watching those movies and those fights with my dad when I was growing up. So thanks for that, Pete. Those what are some good laughs. Little memory. There we um, go. Dana Bosday said, my hubs, my hubs is amazing at playing with our kids all the time. He's creative and imaginative with them. They do not come looking to me to play. And he is so patient and disciplined, doesn't yell. Everything I am not. But the man can't find anything. <laughs> to do that has nothing to do with being a dad. Yeah, no, I think that that's a that's just sort of genetic in the chromosomal somewhere there in the genome. But it I just, don't have a problem. Listen, you opening a look. It's when you open a fridge and you're like, it's just not there, and and then there's nothing like your wife just walking past you and going right at your eye level, just sort of being like, you mean this? And all you want to do is just say, okay, all right, listen, you've won this one, and I'm going to allow it literally happens like three to five times a week in my house it's right here it's right in front of you, but it really wasn't i swear to you what honestly happens is once you close that fridge door and you're like it's not there there is a back secret yeah, sort yeah. of door and that's the moment that the wives it's, wait for and that's when they plant it it's and it's almost it's, it's almost more like every wife is like a secret david blaine and yeah you say you can't find something she comes up behind you and she like Swips it out from behind her, from under her sleeve, and throws it in. Like fucking have it on you. This it's Occam's razor. The most obvious reason yeah. is the most likely reason. Yes. These people are gaslighting us. Exactly, one hundred percent. There we go. Sick of it. Hashtag me too. Bentini eighty says my husband is good at getting down on the ground and playing with a three year old. He plays all the things I find super boring: Legos, Matchbox cars, little people, etc. I'm assuming little people means. Like little Playmobil figures or something, yeah. and not like, like in uh, gangs of not uh, um, the Wolf of Wall Street, where the traders are throwing right. little people at dartboards. I'm gonna yeah. give Bentini eighty the benefit of the doubt on that one. Okay. He also does a lot of physical play with my son, throwing him up in the air in the pool. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it is like Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> chasing him, playing tag and hide and seek, setting up obstacle courses. My son loves that stuff. I uh, my kids love being thrown in the pool. But they're way too heavy to like do it for a long time. And my yeah. father doesn't understand. He just went more up, 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 up. I did it literally did it like fifteen times in a row. And like my arms are jelly. I'm like, buddy, I can't do it anymore. And he just gets mad at me. <laughs> yeah, just no remorse. Bentini eighties dad also or not her dad, her husband also helps with the late night feedings for a seven week old, which is she says, This is huge and I agree. I did that, you did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least you can do. But he is terrible at keeping to a schedule or cleaning up. The mess during quarantine has just about pushed me over the edge. And once I went on a girls weekend and came home to a shit show here, when a girls weekend during quarantine, I don't know where Bentini 80 lives, but um, my wife went on a girls month 
AKA she had COVID-19 and was stuck in her room and couldn't come out. <laughs> and when she finally came out, it was more than a shit show in this place. But is <laughs> that like there were banana peels on the ground or like coffee grounds? Is it grounds or grinds? Grounds. I asked somebody else that and they said both. And I didn't, I'm like, this is not a satisfactory answer. Uh, actually, maybe you're right. Cause well, ground, ground is the, is the verb. After but then the fact? That's also the output of it is a grind. Maybe that's maybe we have it all wrong. I think coffee grounds are maybe what the beans are turned into before you make the coffee, and the grounds are the residue. But maybe I think the residue is this conversation grinding to a halt from <laughs> yeah, what could have been actually grounds. something kind of Somebody interesting. Knows. But whatever. So a lot of people said that their husbands and or dads were good at fixing things. This is probably uh, the thing I'm worst at in my life, and it's a long. How, where did these people come from? All right, let's hear it. Beck Smuller, B E K S. M-U-L-L-E-R says, good at helping me fix things, bad at admitting Trump is an asshole and needs to be gone. That took a turn. That escalated. <laughs> I assume she's talking about her her dad and not her husband. I can't imagine being in like a, a marriage that's divided politically during these times. Wait, what about uh, those two political, those famous two political strategies, Cavill Cargill, and Carville and, yeah. Mary something. To, right. to political Mary. strategists for two, the Republican Democrats. They made a sitcom about that with John Ritter and uh, Marky Post. Anyway, Heart <laughs> oh, Fire. Sorry, stop, 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 stop. How on this earth, this pandemic, socially injustice, ravaged earth, did you pull that out of your butt? Who doesn't like John Ritter and Marky How did you? What show is this? Hearts of Fire, I believe. Hearts God. of Fire, not Hearts of Fire. Hearts of Fire, which is that also the name of the song in Rocky Five? No, it's Hearts on Fire. Hearts on Fire. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Coffee grounds. Coffee grounds. That's my safe word. We're like, Paul, let's get out of this conversation. Coffee Paul grounds. PSK. Half this podcast is you saying this part sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> Paul.psk says, My dad is a good handyman, especially with electrical stuff. If I touch electrical stuff, everyone in like a 50 mile radius would be without power and I'd be dead. None of his talent passed on to me, Paul says. But he's bad at barbecuing and cooking in general. But he did raise four kids, so I guess that makes him a better parent than me since having that many kids is my worst nightmare. <laughs> Mine too, man. More than I just, two? More than uh, one, actually. Is your dad, is your dad handy? Um, he's not the kind of guy who's, like, going to, you know, do some carpentry. Um, but he could fix some stuff. Yeah, my dad is is... I would say, if we were to say one to ten, he's probably like a six, seven, like on the handy scale. But he's not the level of handy that, I mean, first of all, I think I'm probably a four. Like I've hung shelves in, in our apartment mm -hmm. and I'm not happy with them. I'm a one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's. It's it's bad. I can use the uh, the air pressure tire filler at the gas station. Okay, that's about, that's about it. I'm I'm pretty good with the vacuum at the at the oh, gas yeah? station. Yeah. I am pretty good with that actually. That's a good point. Thank you. Okay, so maybe I'm a five. Yeah, there you go. That's a good bonus. Um, Bia zero one two says here her her husband is bad at fixing things, but great at calling someone else to do the work. There we go. So a lot of people these days would be like, just go on YouTube or just Google it. No, like I can have instructions right in front of my face i'm still gonna get it still gonna my go. my brother-in-law took the front changed his car light bulb by taking the front off of his car which is like a bmw and my parents have just will not stop talking about it like it doesn't matter it's been like two years and like, hey, How proud they are of that he oh. did that are they yeah. proud or just they're just they're like in awe everything all of it all of above and then they finally come to me and they're like oh so what are you doing Oh, yeah? Still still podcasting, huh? Okay. <laughs> cool. Don't tell them who it's with. Um, so this one I did not expect, especially in, in my house. So the playing with the kids, yes, definitely. I'm the go-to guy for that. Mr. Fix-It, I don't do that, but it's a clear dad cliche slash stereotype. This one, I think, goes against the grain. Patience. JenBand801 says he, her husband is so patient with our kids. He very rarely yells at them. He helps me stay calm, too. Strike three for me on all of those. Deeds. My husband is way more patient than I am, and he knows how to actively play with our toddler. 
half an acre. My husband is so good at separating work-life stress from home-life stress. He's not so great at noticing when his tools and et cetera have been sitting in the way for six months, but it sounds like he's using his tools, so he's a Mr. Fix-It too. Yeah. If you bring your work home with you, I mean, obviously not now, literally, because everyone brings their work home with you, because mm -hmm. no one can go to their office. Quarantine, mm -hmm. baby. Mm -hmm. COVID-19, let's give it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right? that's that's a great shout out, Mike. Thank you for that. <laughs> COVID nineteen, everybody. What? What? I think we need to say at the end of that. Yeah. Thanks, COVID. We're really Thanks making this. Yeah, yeah, boy. Well done. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm exactly. Entertainer. I'm exactly. So bringing the work. So no, I don't bring the. I definitely separate. In fact, I don't really. I don't really like to talk about work when I get home. Like it's just I don't find it. Um, cause I, I kind of have, I feel more sort of stressed when I talk about it than if I yeah. don't. So I tend to not talk about it and just be like, you know, things are fine. And then, or not fine, but just, I'll be, I don't want to have it bring the mood down of the house. It turns out though, just by turning the key of the door, the energy changes real quick yeah. and it doesn't really matter. And what was like a wonderful sort of moment between four people, uh, when player five enters it's just pandemonium, and one of those players will then accuse the fifth player of what are you doing, you know. And so, so you so can goes. be, you might be stressed out about work, and then something happens, and all of a sudden you just shift into stressed out about home. You can't even think about work anymore. You're just pissed off at the kid situation. No, yeah, not quite that bad, but I, I actually prefer it's more meditative. Like once I get home, I know exactly what I need to do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna help go through the most dinner. Go and help bad. with dinner. Do the bad. <laughs> yeah, bath. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And did you watch just, the Wonder Years? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So the dad on that was like notoriously grumpy. He would come home and he's just a dick. It takes him like an hour. Like he's just the the classic like not honeymooners, but kind of in that mold like needs to sit down have his beer and he was always pissed off and he would grunt at his kids the kind of thing you remember that dan loria who i saw at a bar in midtown once dan sorry Loria, i'm sorry are you, celebrity sightings are you talking about my hero my when i was <laughs> nine years old watching that man being like man that guy's got it right that guy knows what to do with that beer and his like a carpeting store he sold rugs yeah i don't know if that's true actually maybe he worked at more like a precursor to IBM kind of thing. We'll get into this next week remember. when we cover Hearts of Fire and Water <laughs> Years. And, and, and Coffee Cries. <laughs> Crazy Cat Lady Katie, C-A-I-T-I, -I, says, my dad had a short temper and I remember the shouting more than the good stuff. That sounds like my house, but he makes the best sandwiches. None really okay. compare. That's good. That's great. Yeah, I think they go with the bad. It's good she remembers the sandwiches. Yeah, I think um, I think the thing that sort of unites this house, my household, is really just this very dry wit that we have going around, um, which is surprising probably to most people and listening. But uh, it's just generally a lot of like, huh, you know, a lot of just different people saying things to catch each other off guard, and and that's yeah. thus thus the you know I just told you about like kids playing pantomime of the show the very yes. show that I disliked the most was the number one they just completely trolling me which I in turn appreciated so See, I like that kind of humor and my nine-year-old is definitely getting better at it but he still doesn't quite know the line between like a playful jab and like a flat-out insult <laughs> yeah. and sometimes it's just like straight disrespectful because he doesn't quite know and depending on what mood you are, you know, it can be problematic. You know, sometimes it's the scene in Good Will Hunting where you have to lay out the belt and the wrench and 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 make the make the kid choose. And you know what? I choose the wrench every time because fuck him. Okay. I don't actually do this with my went, son. That went dark. Him. That went dark. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Dark. Copy grinds. Copy grinds. It did go dark. Um, so those were the primary things. Playing Mr. Fix yeah. It. I, I subtitled these, playing Mr. Fix-It and Patience. And I was really stunned by Patience. My wife really worries that my kids are going to remember growing up in like a yelly house. So that's what I've been really trying to work on lately. But I think a lot of that just comes down almost to the kid, right? What's the kid going to remember? Is the kid a glass half full kind of guy? And he's going to remember the great sandwiches that your dad yeah. made? Or is the kid a baby little glass uh, half empty kind of person? Yeah. He's going to remember the shouting. 
Or how about um, if your dad gets you a hot tub, um, a bl inflatable hot tub for the backyard, and all you do is scream and yell, which could in turn causes him to scream and yell, then everyone's screwed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like enjoy, Get it going. just enjoy the things that you have. How about that? Can we try that? I don't That's think kids need to work to enjoy stuff, but they their their emotions are always at the top, so they can't really control that. I need to like convince myself to enjoy something sometimes. Just just enjoy this. You, you know what I what it is is my kids will play together and they'll play very uh, well, but they'll play really intensely. Yes. And there's a lot of just loud noise, and that unfortunately is like my one. I I just can't handle that level of. I mean, we're talking like screaming, oh, yeah. yelling, and and it's not necessarily even angry yelling or, or hurt yelling or hurt screaming. It's yeah. just it's just excited high yelling, but it's at such like a volume um, that that's what gets me. So generally, the the only way they can hear me is if I if I'm talking up here, and that's the part that I'm trying to struggle with because it's not really I've never really at least I don't. I mean, again, I don't think so that's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> your kids Thank are the you. problem, which we all know. Everyone all right. listening is sympathetic to that. We all know yeah, the kids yeah. are the problem. God, that's my happy father's day. Just leave just one day. Just one day. I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to think about that. What, all right. So what did you do on your father's day? We didn't even get, get it. I mean, outside of the – so you went like to the, the pool. It was just part of the weekend thing. And like, I, there was nowhere for me to go anyway during the quarantine, right? So, yeah, um, yeah I hung out at the pool. But typically, you, yeah, I, I had to come back. Or did you stay over? Huh? Did you go up and come back? Or did you no, just... we stayed over for a couple of days, right? Oh, so, okay. Um, but like, normally, like, every once in a while, you get a chance like to go to like a, to like a baseball game with Tim or whatever. Right. Do that. Um, and I did that, I think, once maybe, or maybe I didn't. But I don't You know what? I'm not. It's, uh, I don't mind spending the day with my kids, but, you know, ask me again. Mike, you're, next blow, you're blowing the cover of this whole, in the middle, this whole uh, episode that you actually love spending time. Ha ha. I'm a, nicer person than, I'm a nicer person than you. I think it's well, that's easy. people realize. Yes. You're so right. I did get a bunch of random comments that didn't quite fit the mold. Um, the knobstagram, and this is a dad, right? He said, I'm a clean and neat freak. So I keep our house correct, which is handy as my wife is a slob. So this guy wrote in to say what was great about him as a dad, which I really appreciate. Because who's going to do it if not the knobstagram? Jay Marcel, Jay Marcel, another dad, says, I'm terrible at being the bad guy disciplinarian. I want to be firm, fair, and reasonable. I, uh, I, have, I struggle with that, too. We've talked in the past where my wife gets upset with me because not only do I yell too much, but... I'm often unreasonable with my punishments. Which is I'll fly off the handle and like say, yeah. you're not graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be like, what? What are you doing? Well, um, first of all, I just, the knobstagram, that was just a great little sentence there. Just, just letting your, letting everybody, you know, just not, not on the same level. And uh, the disciplinarian, look, you, the firm, Keep those boundaries, and if you have to enforce them through yelling, then I'm sorry, but that's what you got to do. You got to do it. I agree. Sometimes you need to yell. Maybe not all the time, but sometimes. Lamenetre or Lamentre, I have no idea how to pronounce that. I don't even know if there's three words, two words, one word. Um, treating everyone with kindness is what her dad or her husband is good at, which, again, is maybe the best quality uh, you can have. Mom Jost 39 a ma'am, Joe's 39, says, my dad was good at telling me what a waste I am. Mm. That, that sucks. But my husband is awesome at all things. So it sounds like she rebounded, learned That's what good. she didn't want. Um, and found There we go. Out. Yeah, there you go. Find, figure out what you don't want and do the opposite. There you go. <laughs> so I hope my wife doesn't figure that out. Steph W, 1979, my dad is a jokester. He is bad at showing emotion. So that's not supposed to be one straight sentence. It's supposed mm. to be, my dad is the jokester. That's what he's good at. And he's bad at showing emotion. Is your dad Joaquin Phoenix in Joker? <laughs> putting it out there. Just yeah. Out there. Or maybe um, Zach Braff in Garden State because he's so numbed on his right. Nose, he can't well, show emotion. That's right. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't feel until he, get, until he goes cold turkey. I think a lot of dads are the jokesters. Um, are, you, uh, are you a prankster? 
Definitely not a prankster. Me neither. Um, but take but too much forethought. Um, really do like to will will with a straight face talk to my six year old uh, son and just tell him something that's just not true. And but like but then like eventually get him to Called understand. Lying. No, no, like like in a playful way that that he'll understand. Be like, wait, hold on. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. and that's the part where the, that's what I want. That's you the, should, um, the sweet nectar of parenting that I love. You should film those and put those on um, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Why don't you? Or he should. He'll probably will before. You, you. know what? Yeah, exactly. He's already got an account. It's great. And TikTok's hear, already monitoring my bank account, so it's all good. <clears throat> when I hear jokester, which is what Steph W called her dad, um, I think like dad jokes, like. Um, I'm tired. Oh, hi, tired. Nice to meet you. I'm dad. And you just want to punch the person in the throat. I'm not about. I'm not above those. That's cool with me. If someone's really in pain, really, really having a tough time, and says like, ah, like how, I, like ah, back hurts or something, you know, just coming back with a with a just kind of dad joke of like, oh, really? Well, it's killing me, you know. So there you go. Moving on. Rachel <laughs> says that her husband is good at getting shit done. But it's bad because he only gets the shit he wants done. So my wife complains about this. We're like, we'll have some free time to do some house cleaning and I'll like clean the junk drawer instead of, you know, I don't know, whatever she deems important. You know what? The junk drawer is important to my peace of mind, getting that thing organized and the thing goes back to being junk within about three hours. It doesn't matter. It makes me feel good. There you go. There you, you go. junk drawer guy? Uh, we have a junk drawer, but not, we don't have, yeah, it doesn't consume but any. Do you like to arrange it and organize it? No, it consumes zero, zero space in my mind. I just, oh, we, man, you're missing we out. Up. You're missing out. So KSU Julie, friend of the pod and a patron who, um, I think actually did wish me a happy father's day. So I'll take back what I said earlier. Um, she said, I always tell people after my divorce that my, my husband is a good dad but a bad husband. Now, I haven't experienced experience being divorced, but I do think that that's important is to not trash your husband to his kids, to your kids. Only trash him to your friends and other people. Right, right. right? You don't want to make a toxic situation for your kids who, you know, that's still their dad and they're going to be choosing sides. You just shit all over him. Save that toxicity media. for the internet. Yeah, exactly. Gordon underscore tribe 10 says, my dad is great at the dad talks. You know, the lectures about the proper ways to do things. Like the sex talk that I gave a few weeks ago. That's an important skill for a dad. The proper way to proper have way sex. And you really <laughs> went into it. You really had a bunch of visual sex aids talks. lined up. And that actually I don't out. have a Pornhub subscription for nothing. It's educational. There you go. Um, I do want to say the main dad talk I remember from my life was not given by my dad. It was given by... Furious Styles in the film Boys in the Hood. And he says to his son, young son Trey, he says, always look a man in the eye. That way he'll know to respect you or something like that. And then he says, any fool with a dick can make a baby. It takes a real man to raise his kids. All right. It's all you need to know, pretty much. Those two lessons from my cinematic dad, Furious Styles, played by Lawrence Fishburne in the film uh, Boys in the Hood. Did you wish Lawrence Fishburne a happy Father's Day since he obviously was pivotal in your I should have. I should have brain. sent him I should have sent him some peppermint. Peppermint, which is how he says peppermint in the movie Higher Learning for fucking no reason. Really bad South African accent. Anyway, we got a couple of comments on YouTube this week. Mm. Joseph Diachasen, Sarge. Sarge. One of the flagship members of the pod crew who we haven't heard from a lot recently. He said we talk, he's talking about the summer of COVID episode we did last right. week about how you fill your time uh, with COVID around. He said, some people don't give a fuck about the virus, and it's because they haven't been affected by it directly, which is the 100% the problem with Republicans and conservatives in general. Is they don't have empathy until, like, Dick Cheney didn't care about gay people until his daughter turned out to be gay, and suddenly he's like the rare empathetic Republican. Anyway, Pete, he says, they haven't lost someone or they don't care. I know people refusing to wear a mask or follow CDC guidelines and their lifestyle slash choices make it so that I choose to stay away from them to protect my family. So he knows people who are refusing to do stuff. Maybe, I don't know if they're stir crazy or they believe it's a hoax or they believe things are getting better. They're not taking precautions so that Sarge sounds a little bit bitter 
about having to protect himself and his family by not staying, not going near those people. Well, I'm, I, it sounds like I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping it didn't happen, but it, he may have, may have affected someone directly. Yeah, and his uh, family. Yeah, and that's really uh, that's a real shame. And I think that's it. You know, my parents uh, uh, live in Florida, and we're very much like, oh, you know, it's not so bad. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's so bad now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just this. It's uh, it's willful. It's kind of willful ignorance, and or not kind of. It is willful ignorance, and uh, we know exactly what the issue is. We know how to. We literally, we, New York City, New Jersey, Connecticut, that were the epicenter yeah, in the world. It. We slowed it down. We definitely didn't bring it too much, you know, fully under control. But the, ultimately, it's like um, I don't even know how you would state of 19 million people get it that low but it's much more manageable i will say and And all the uh, places that were cavalier about it and disregarded all that stuff and didn't close anything down those are the places that are spiking now it's and and it's weird so i went to connecticut we we talked about this uh last week to to stay at my brother's place while he was Mm -hmm. away and we we kind of had a big conversation about you know, what are the protocols? Like in New York, you, you walk around, you have a mask, period, full stop. Like this is don't even, it's it's just dumb. It's it's more respect. It's actually more like, you know, respect I'm wearing this. People. Yeah, I'm wearing this yeah. for you and you're wearing it for me and yada, yada. And it actually, it works. And that's and that's I think why it's been as low as it New has. Are, people think New Yorkers are assholes, Pete. That's just you. It's just me. It's <laughs> just me <laughs> that holds that title. Like, oh, it's Pete. Yeah. So oh, in, okay. in Arizona, so we've gotten our numbers down, right? And meanwhile, places like Arizona, where Amber McKnight is, it's really spiking. And she says when she goes out, nearly half the people in the grocery stores don't wear masks. I'm not sure if the spike is due to that or because Corona loves heat and it's fucking hot out here. My mother blames the rise on the Native American population not taking precautions. I am sad to say she's obviously somewhat racist. I vehemently responded that she was wrong. Then she and my dad went out to lunch at a restaurant that had just reopened. So no, I'm not sure why the corona is on the rise here. <laughs> a lot yeah. of thoughts in that one. Um, a lot of mixed emotions about her mom. But it is frustrating that a lot of the people who aren't who are disregarding the precautions do believe there are like I just, other reasons for it, and they believe nonsense. And the people that are like, "I'm not going, I'm not going to have my rights infringed upon oh by wearing a mask," are just, it's just in. I just what I want to do is I want them all to eat at the restaurant that does not enforce rest employees to wash their hands. Oh, great. like has been like whose rights have been been mandated for so long like it's not a, a right it's just a public health that you like someone serves you food and they've just t- like come on yeah, it's, it's the same thing it's the same it's not it. it's as inconvenient as washing your hands after you use the bathroom not being it's, able to get a haircut it's that inconvenient. a hell of a lot more inconvenient than like being murdered by police right so it made a lot of sense that they were like storming the capitol with guns and signs saying let me get a haircut ease up the restrictions, but then getting mad, those same people getting mad at the Black Lives Matters protesters for, uh, for marching. Yeah, look, it's... It's, um, it's a big mess it's, in America right now, Pete. It's, it's, tough. A, it's, a, it's a mess. It's tough. And you know what's... In, it's that we're coming out. It's summertime. It's supposed to be like I'm this coming. nice feeling we did we did our job yeah. at least we did it in the tri-state area here in the northeast I, I mean we didn't i mean we got we got nailed real bad but we, we just crushed. we had no idea anyway whatever we got we're on the other end of it or the other side of day it. has our last comment of the week she says you guys nailed the parenting thing week after week but the summer of covid one really nailed it wow thanks dana i do feel better that everyone wants to be better at oh this is not even the summer of covid one this is what we want to be better at Right. He said, I do feel better that everyone wants to be better at not yelling at their kids. I yell about everything just like my mom did, just perpetuating the cycle. My hubs, she used hubs earlier. He's up on the hubs, Dana. My hubs doesn't yell, and it's so hard to co-parent with someone who is just better at it than you and makes you feel like crap, intentionally or unintentionally. I do also wish I was better at playing with my kids. Again, my hubs is so much better at this than me. So this ties in very well. Um, I don't have the energy, imagination, or creativity for it. That sounds a little bit like me. I don't have any of those things. But you know what I have? I got a lot of love, a love in my heart for my children. Actually, I think that's cholesterol. Um, Probably both. So the two, yeah, they, they are kind of similar, but one is, is really from plaque that's coursing through your body as you're eating food. 
What a hurtful, what a hurtful thing to say. You started this with some kind of bullshit, <laughs> non-existent beard, and now you're telling me I'm a heart attack waiting to happen. I did mention on social media that my left arm was hurting, and like yeah. ten people were like, "That's the sign of a heart attack." I'm like, "Am I really that fat?" Go look at the picture my wife posted me from this weekend and tell me who's fat. Mike, you wear hats really well. Um, you um, certainly are engaging. Okay, um, you know you've. Uh, yeah, and you're an excellent, you are not a beer snob, which I think is really nice. Oh, so this was, this do is we think, do we think that that's, you think I'm a beer snob, because you, I'm sorry about drinking the Narragansett, which was like the flagship beer of the show. That was the flagship beer. You know why? Seven dollars yeah. for a six pack of Tall Boys. It doesn't matter what it is, just buy that. When's the last time you had a Narragansett? The last time we were in the studio? Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Wow. So you just saved the trash yeah. for me. You know I'm a beer snob, and then you purposely bring. Oh, say that, yeah. This is a, what the, <laughs> I know every what you time were doing. I so just so everyone knows, I would always bring the beer. So there we go. So who he who brings the beer gets to choose the choice, and honestly, volume yeah, is better. Than. Get to choose the choice. Yeah, <laughs> of a new generation. You didn't let me finish. It really also doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. But you know what does make sense? Celebrating dads, and that's oh, what we did yeah. all episode, man. And we also we give a shout out to COVID nineteen, my boy. Oh, I remember COVID. that. Yeah, boy. Good job spreading yourself so rampantly throughout our globe and New York City. So next week is my kids' last week of school, um, or this Wait. week, this current week is right now. Yeah, it's Friday. So this comes this comes out on Thursday, so that will be um, the second to last day. Correct. Can you imagine um, just having your kid in school this – just call it. Call it back in April. Yeah. You know? Anyway, we still got – there's still like are you doing parent-teacher like ceremonies and stuff on Zoom, which is yeah. like old school. Sort of stuff. There's some stuff going on. My wife was making like an end-of-year video for the class because she's like one of the class moms. And um, midway through, it was just like don't volunteer for stuff. She's just like, just, just compiling videos from all the different kids and putting them together to, sh to like make a montage. And it's long and there's all sorts of people saying stuff, just trying to lay music over it. And she's just like spent literally like 14 hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh those, those, the, those uh, edits, the reviews. Oh, yeah. you know what? Can you make this a little, can Johnny look like this a little bit? Like, you know what, Johnny, dude? Johnny from Karate Kid. That's who you meant, right? It's obviously who I meant. Yes. A number one. Probably the nicest guy uh, on earth. Cobra Kai. Cobra I haven't Kai. seen it. So. Okay, we're rambling, so it must be the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think it's just the middle, like every week. <laughs> exactly. um, thanks for listening. Give us a listen anywhere you get your podcast. Give us a rating on Apple. Throw us some money on Patreon if you want. Um, and check me out on Instagram and everywhere else. And um, you can't find Pete anywhere, which is the way he likes it. There we go. Stay so safe, stay healthy, uh, and, and stay cool. cool. Right? Stay cool. There we go. Stay gold, pony boy. See you next time. <laughs> the disappointment was great.